Welcome to Apparently Speaking, the podcast from Northeast Ohio Parent with your host, Miriam Connor. Hi, this is Miriam. Welcome to Apparently Speaking, your podcast for all things parenting. Substance abuse and addiction are some of the worst fears for a parent. According to the National Council on Alcoholism and Drug Dependence, an estimated 20 million Americans aged 12 or older have used an illegal drug in the past 30 days. The National Center for Drug Abuse says 86%, that's the percentage of teenagers that knows someone who smokes, drinks, or uses drugs during the school day. 50%, the percentage of teenagers who have misused a drug at least once in their lifetime. And 43%, the percentage of college students who use illicit drugs. My guest today, a recovering addict, now a life coach and author, is here to share with parents some things we should know to help us help our kids to keep them from becoming one of these statistics. This episode is sponsored by Montrose Mazda Kent. They go around the world for you. Before you look, call or stop in and talk to Jeremy. Find out more at MazdaKent.com. This episode is also sponsored by Ohio Tuition Trust, helping Ohioans save for college. Learn more at collegeadvantage.com. Adam Jablin is a highly sought after performance and life coach, corporate consultant, and keynote speaker. Adam has helped thousands of people over the years experience a joy for living, even while under pressure or difficulty. His unique positive energy, compassion, and gift to relate to others has influenced people from all walks of life, including leaders in the fields of health, psychology, entertainment, sports, business, and politics, as well as helping everyday folks fighting fears, alcoholism, and addictions. Hi, Adam. Hi, Miriam. Thank you for having me. Yes, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. And we were chatting a little bit before. And, um, you know, I, I told you I was at your website and, you know, just reading all about you. And I'm really glad to have you have you here. I think it's going to be really beneficial. I'm honored to be on. Honestly, I really am. Well, thank you. So maybe just tell us a little bit about your story, your background. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to do a, a brief summary of it. Sure. So, um, so I got sober, clean and sober in July 14th, 2006. I am not somebody that knew I was an alcoholic and an addict. I had my own labels to that, maybe from the movies. I thought an alcoholic was a bum on, mm-hmm. let's say, the streets of Manhattan, mumbling to himself with a <laughs> of whiskey in a brown paper bag, petting a cat that's not there. And I thought an addict was, let's say, Chris Rock in New Jack City, you know, something of those terms. And uh, in rehab, I learned and I discovered about the disease of alcoholism and addiction, and I realized what I was, and everything started making sense my whole life. My whole life started making sense. Oh, that's why I got a DUI. Oh, that's why I've written my wife 17 letters that I'll stop. Oh, that's why this happened. Oh, that's why I hide pills here. That's why I sneak in the garage and drink. I just didn't know. I thought there was so much pressure. And uh, my recovery and my intensity towards my recovery really woke up some gifts in me that I did not know were asleep about empathy, helping people, speaking to people, cracking through the code of denial. And I just sold my family business. We were the number one lace manufacturer in the world. I was third generation. I was very proud to be part of my family business, which came with a lot of pressures and big shoes to fill. When I was in addiction, those shoes were really big. And when I was in recovery, I filled them well. 
So I just sold the company and launched this new career as a life coach, you know, speaker. My book went number one, trying to help people that are like me or similar to me or loved ones that are went through what I have gone through. So that's a really brief summary without getting into the nitty gritty. Sure. No, I appreciate it. And it's just your willingness to share and be open and honest. That takes, you know, a lot of guts because it's not something, you know, that a lot of people want to would want out there, you know, to put out there, or maybe they're embarrassed or ashamed or whatever they may be feeling. So, I mean, I think it takes a lot of guts, you know, anytime anyone is, is willing to share, you know, not only the good parts, you know, that's easy to share. We share the good things about ourselves, but to share things that we maybe, you know, wouldn't have wanted, you know, everyone to know necessarily, but to share that. And I know just with talking to you earlier, you're sharing it. You do what you do because you want to help. Yeah, I really do. I didn't know that everybody felt like this. I didn't, I thought I was the only one that was like this super sensitive guy. But you know, my book is called Lotsaholic because not only was not only can I get addicted to everything. Look, I'm the kind of guy that if I take vitamin C for seven days in a row, I won't leave the house the eighth day unless I take it. You know, I can I can grow a dependence on something very fast. But you know, I when I was growing up, I was the heavy kid. I was the fat mm-hmm. kid. I know what insecurities are. I know what being teased feels like. I know what overcoming that feels like. I know, you know, I've been through the gamut. So I really love to talk to people, parents especially, and 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 the families, and let them know that they're not alone. Well, I think it's great. Like I said, and I know you're gonna. It's gonna help um, some parents that maybe know they need help with this and maybe some that don't, you know what I mean? But maybe we can, you can help prevent, um, you know, some kids from going down that road, which is, I know what you're all about. And, um, I think that's interesting, you know, you're joking about the vitamin C, but I think it's really interesting to, to point out and good to point out that, you know, there are those, some people have that, you know, that personality where they can become addicted to lots of things very easily. Yeah. And, and Miriam, you know, something that I try to do with my clients and in a conversation like this, you and I, because some people, when they're talking to me, they start, they start analyzing their lives and they, start going, you know, they it's just a natural tendency is I always want to make people understand that there's a big difference between having an unhealthy dependency on something and an addiction. Um, there is a fine line there. So many times when people start evaluating their own lives, be it sugar, the phone, right? Checking the phone, Amazon. You could name a bunch of things that people abuse. You didn't say Amazon, did you? I apologize, <laughs> but I did because <laughs> really, it's and, and I'm not judging because, hey. Victim, I know, I'm joking. Right? Victim number one right here. But, uh, you know, <laughs> Jeff Bezos got me, boy. <laughs> Yeah, every time I think I've recovered from something, there's something else coming down the pipe. But um, we, the reason I'm saying that is you can have an unhealthy dependency on something, yeah, um, which is not hard to break. Takes a little effort, but not hard to break. In addiction, it's a completely different situation. It, it takes it. It's not even really breaking a cycle. It's a surrender to who you are, to what you are. 
and to learn a whole different way of life. Um, so what do you think, I mean, this is a huge wide open question, obviously, but, you know, talking about parents, you know, parents are like, well, what should we know? You know, what, what, what would be some helpful things to know when we're talking about our own kids and you have kids, you know, we were just talking about them before we started. So what, what should parents know, um, when it comes to substance abuse and addiction? There's a few things that I'd like to say, um, that's directly to the parents. Please know there is no handbook on how to be a parent. We're all doing our best. I don't believe anybody is in a real place of authority. I believe that we could all share valuable information with each other. And again, we're, you're doing your best as a parent. And I think that's important in the information age that everybody's trying to find something out, be it Google, Instagram, Facebook, podcasts, you know, but everyone's doing their best. Having said that, the number one thing I would say to parents is please talk to your kids from your heart and not your head. Example, you find your kids start smoking or is playing with jeweling or tried their first Xanax or, you know, they thought it was jeweling, wink, wink, but there was marijuana in it. And I can go down, right? They had their first beer, their first wine cooler, if they even have those anymore. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but parents, it's very healthy to say, you know, look, son, daughter, you know, fill in the blank. You don't know if anything happened to you, you know, if, if, if any, if you were to overdose, if you were to be dangerous, if you were to do something that God forbid we lost you, you don't know what would happen to my life. You, you, you would break my heart. I, I, I can't live without you. Speak to them from a place of love rather than don't do this, don't do that, bad choices, bad decisions, this will equal that, because they're just going to – children are very in tune, very aware, and they're going to look at where you're being a hypocrite. They're just going to point it out where their parents are lecturing them on this but demonstrating that. Mm -hmm. If you tell your kids don't text and drive – you better not text and drive, you know? And, and so I know that's a very simple example, but it goes all the way down to don't show your kids that you can have two glasses of wine and jump in a car if you don't want them to. Yeah. Lead by example. That's why I say speak from your heart and not your head. Because if you speak from your head, the kids are going to be saying, you know, not with not with this exact words, but they're going to be rolling their eyes, thinking very hypocritical think, thoughts. But if you speak from your heart, they they feel that they know. Okay, uh, I just scared dad. I, I just scared mom. This is something to be aware of. Big difference. Yeah, that is a big difference, and I think that's like you said, they're watching. You know, our behavior. And obviously they can, you know, you can explain to them some things, you know, adults, you know, are for adults, obviously in moderation, you know what I mean? But then not for kids. But um, like you said, I think that, you know, just the, the don't do this, don't do that, the lecturing kind of thing. They're not really listening to that no matter what it's about. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah. Um, 
but they will listen to your heart. They definitely will listen to your heart. So that's really my number one advice for parents. Um, Of course, it's very easy to go over things that they should watch out for. Sure. Um, But the thing that I say to watch out for the most, the most, is before we start talking about physical signs and symptoms, a vibe, okay, Mm -hmm. an aura. You know when somebody's lying to you, even when you love them more than life itself. And it's really easy when your own flesh and blood that looks 50% like you, 50% like your spouse is, is swearing up and down to go, ah, you know, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt this time. You must check yourself and have the courage to say, this doesn't feel right. That's our duty as a parent. That's our duty. And you know what? The child says, wow, you don't believe me? You don't believe me? It's not even that. I don't want to get into a lack of trust situation. Something doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. Because your intuition when it comes to your children is 99.9% correct. Right. I think some parents, you know, we, we don't, we won't want to believe or anything, you know, negative. So I think, you know, the first reaction, give them the benefit of the doubt, which is good. But like you said, you, you do know, you do, like you said that, like how you said that vibe, you know, you get that vibe. And I think some parents maybe just don't want to have to deal with certain things, you know? (laughs) So it might just be like, yeah, no, I I believe them or, you know, that kind of thing. Of course. Look, this is, parenting is the hardest job in the world and um none of us are saints Mm -mm. right and none of us get out alive and i'm i'm not one of these guys that's saying try to make your kids your friends uh yo yeah yes that part is a different aspect that we're all learning you know my dad was definitely not my friend growing up you know um but in this era that we're in it is important to have some you know, to keep that parental guidance, and yeah, they have they have lots of friends. Yeah, yeah, they have lots of friends, and and be comfortable saying no. And yeah, it could be harder for you than it is for them. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. You know, again, anything that I'm saying, I need to take my own medicine, and th- and that's why I always like to say, you know, be careful of. When someone sounds too authoritative, look, it's the information age, okay? I could listen to this guy on the left saying ketosis is the way to be and have meats and cheeses and olives. And and I could listen to this guy on the right who's vegan and they both look amazing and they're both fantastic and they're both doctors and they're both authorities in their field. Where the hell do I – what do I do with this? What right. do I do with this? What do I do with this? But you've been there and you've lived it. So that does give you, you're not saying you're an authority, you know, authority on parenting of it. No one's saying that here, but it just the fact that you've, you've lived it and you've, you've gone through it and you still are living it, you know? So to be able to say. I'm an expert at my story and passing down yeah. these lessons. There's no yeah, that's exactly it. right. There's no doubt about it. I just, it's very important that you and I give the parents the power and not make them feel deflated or that they've done something wrong. That, that's no. what I get the most, Miriam. 
there's I, no guarantee, you know, there's no guarantee in parenting. You try to do everything right and the best that you can. And there isn't a guarantee, but you know, you're here to, to, to try to just be an extra resource and help. And that's what parents are looking for. And it's hard for me not to take my life coach hat off when I'm speaking to your audience and let people <laughs> know what I hear the most. It, but yeah. parents feel so guilty for every single choice their child has made. So guilty. It, it, you know, th- did my daughter decide to do this and this and this and, and make a, this naughty video? And it, because when she was 12, I went to China for a week and, and I, you know, no, 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 they're human beings. You know, your children, your teenagers are human beings that guess what can make their own choices. Right. It's not always what they were taught in the house. I mean, you, you can't monitor everything they see on the phone. You can't monitor every conversation they have with their friends. You can't monitor every show they watch on Netflix. You, it, 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 there's a lot. There's a lot. Your job is to do your best. That's right. That's right. We're going to take a quick break here from our sponsor. And I have a couple other things I want you to talk about too when we get back. Um, so we'll be right back. Hey, this is Miriam from Apparently Speaking. Join the Mazda family like I did at Montrose Mazda Kent. You'll love the selection of new and used cars and lease options. We are on our third car from Kent Mazda. We keep going back because of the ease of purchase and it has been by far the best deal we could find each time. Montrose Mazda Kent, they go around the world for you. Before you look, call or stop in and talk to Jeremy. Find out more at MazdaKent.com. All right, we're back talking with Adam Jemlin and you have such you know, you're saying so many good things and, um, I think you're very humble and, um, you know, you're, you're very, you know, I said earlier, it takes a lot of guts to share your story. So I appreciate you being open and honest about that and just trying to give parents, you know, a resource like, Hey, here's what, here's something what I would do. Here's what you should do. Um, you know, based on your, you know, your own life. And basically, you know, you do know a lot. So talking about, you know, you mentioned, you know, talk to your kids from your heart, not your head. And, you know, you, like you said, you know, your kids, you know, if things seem weird, if you get in a weird vibe, (laughs) um, then go with your gut. Um, even if you don't want to believe it, if, even if you, you know, they've maybe feel like they've never given you any reason to, to not believe them in the past. But if you have that vibe, if you have that instinct and feeling, then that's definitely something to explore. We're going to take one more break. And um, when we get back, I'm going to talk to you about, you know, what if we suspect, you know, we do get that vibe and we suspect something's up, that there may be some, you know, substance abuse or even addiction. What do you think parents should do? So we're going to talk about that as soon as we come back. So dad, what do you know about saving for college? Enough to be dangerous. Something about the start of the school year, I just get a little freaked out that we're not getting anywhere. Our savings account earns nothing. You had Ohio's 529 plan. Wait, I had one? You did. How were your student loan payments coming? I don't have student loan payments. (laughs) No, you don't. Tax-free, accepted nationwide. See why Ohio's 529 plan is the plan that can at collegeadvantage.com. All right. So we're back. And I said before the break, Adam, I wanted to talk to you about, you know, what, what do you think? You know, you mentioned before that vibe, you know, we know our kids, we, we think, okay, there's definitely an issue here. I have some suspicions. Um, and I, I think that there is an issue with my child. Um, uh, what would you say would be your best advice on the next steps? Um, okay. Well, first off, 
I'd like also, is it okay if I just jump back one conversation? Of course. So when I was being, you know, obviously you could hear that I try to be humble, but at the same time direct. When I, when I said do your job, I did not mean that when you do your job, you can control the outcome. For sure. You know, of course not. Please, that's why I keep saying, you know, if you have a doctor here that says ketosis and you have it, which obviously we're not talking about health and nutrition. I'm just trying to show the diversity out there. You know, you have a doctor here swearing this and you have a doctor here swearing veganism. Which doctor do you trust? We're in the information age, which means you got to take all the information you can and make and make a decision for yourself. Because as much as there's an authority saying there's this, there's an authority saying that. And I want to empower the parent. So yeah, when I say do your job, I meant do the best job you can as, as a mom and dad. And yet at the same time, let go of the outcome because you can't control the kids. Right. Don't be afraid. You know, I think, you know, when we're saying do your job, it's like, don't be afraid that they're going to get mad at you. Don't be afraid of how you may look to other parents. Don't be afraid, you know, those kind of things and just do, do your job. And then, yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely, that's what you meant. I like the, I like the way you built a bridge there. Don't be afraid me even the better words. Okay. So what to look out for? Don't think I was ignoring that conversation. No, no. So there are some clear physical signs you can see. It could be anything from lack of sleep, black under the eyes, little change in the pigment of the skin, either weight loss as in cheekbones start becoming, you know, cheekbones and jawline start becoming a little too pronounced, weight gain, face starts getting a little rounder, softer, pudgier. Uh, believe it or not, I wouldn't say hair loss the way we would think of it um, as we get older, but you can notice some hair receding in men and women, uh, teenagers, excuse me, that are using excessively. Uh, you can look that up online, by the way. Uh, also, if they're extremely, extremely defensive or erratic. As in one day, they're so happy to be part of the family and all they want. And then like for two days, you, you, they vanish to their bedroom and then they come back. Oh, yeah. Like it's almost like a kumbaya that they're back in the family. Like very topsy turvy type behavior. These are clear signs that something's going on. So, okay. So we have these signs. We're like, yeah, I, I definitely think something's going on. How do you, what do you think the best approach would be? Well, as parents, it's it's to speak to your child directly and to not mince words, mm-hmm. to say what you're noticing and why you're nervous, and then say, listen, you can tell me anything. What is going on? And like anything, you're going to have to if the child is defensive or protective or just not even comfortable telling the truth yet, you're going to have to watch the breadcrumb trail um, and maybe even put notes in your phone, but you know, make accurate records in your mind of how often you've spoken about it. Because eventually, when your child is suffering from some sort of dependency or addiction, it, you won't be that curious. Trust mm-hmm. me. You, it, it, it's not one of these, oh my God, are they? Like, you're going to be like, oh, wait, 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 what do I do now? It'll be pretty in your face. 
Um, but there are signs that we can see, Miriam. There are little, uh, let's say, you know, imagine there's a train far away, right? And then you hear the whistle, you know, when it's coming in and you hear the whistle and then the whistle gets louder each time it comes closer. That's what it's like. Mm. But the whistle sounds more like this. Um, it sounds more like you know that your daughter or your son got wasted at this party. And then there's a weird phone call from the best friend. And then there's a story that's a rumor that's an incident that, um, that, that you hear from your friends or from, from parents. You know, it, each whistle gets closer and you start realizing there's something here that I got to deal with. My child is, is not okay. And I would think, um, and that's, that's great advice and goes back to what you said, you know, you'll, you'll know, you have that instinct, you know, and, and just, just really try not to ignore those signs or blow it off. Like, like you said earlier, and like, oh, they're just being, you know, teenagers or this happened, it's not a big deal. And, and I would think that, you know, if they do share with you, (laughs) um, that there's something going on or whatever, probably the best try not to, you know, freak out on them. Right. You know, because they're, they're opening up to you. And so, you know, seek help, do what you need to do, but, you know, probably just yelling at them or saying you're grounded, isn't really going to help what's going on. Yeah. Uh, being the adult in the situation is extremely important as much as that teenager is going to want to take over, or you're going to want to reenact how your parents behaved, you know, Control your emotions. Be the parent. Be the authority figure in the room. It's it's way easier said than done. I know. Right. But there's really only one adult in the room, and it's you. Such good stuff, Adam. Is there anything else you want to – I don't want to cut you off. So is there anything else you want to share in closing? Uh, Just – Please remember, uh, I hope I didn't, I hope I came off in a way that every parent understands there's no handbook. If there was one, I would tell you where to grab it on Amazon. We're all doing our best. And uh, please have the courage to, to speak to your kids. Yeah, I think you made that. I think it was total clear. And I think your motives were very clear. So don't worry about that at all. I think it was great. And there is no handbook for sure, unfortunately. Um, but I do want to mention your book. <laughs> so tell us about your book and, and where we can find that. Yeah, thanks. So um, my book is called Lots of Holic from a Sick to Sober Superman. It's my story. Uh, so you get to see what it was like being an active alcoholic and an addict, what it was like to get intervened, what it was like to go through the whole treatment process. I give you everything that happened to me in mm-hmm. treatment and what it was like getting sober. And I really, you know, it's a, it's a book from my heart for people that couldn't afford to go to rehab or were so curious of what happens in these places and how do people really get well. And you can find that on Amazon. I have the audio book uh, with my mentor doing the forward, Dion, uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Famer. So I'm really proud of the audio book. I'm really proud of the book itself. It hit number one. And uh, if it gets to help people, that's Miriam, that's the whole reason I did it. That's the whole reason. 
That's great. That's awesome. Check the book out. And you have a website as well. Yes. AdamJablin.com. You can find me there. Reach me there. Um, my Instagram page is at Adam Jablin. I have a lot of fun with that. I have a lot of fun with my social media. And you can find me on Facebook and um, LinkedIn as well. Thank you so much for being here, Adam. Thank you, Miriam. I think we had a great talk. What do you think? I think we did too. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right, cool. This episode is sponsored by Montrose Mazda Kent. They go around the world for you. Before you look, call or stop in and talk to Jeremy. Find out more at MazdaKent.com. This episode is also sponsored by Ohio Tuition Trust, helping Ohioans save for college. Learn more at CollegeAdvantage.com. Thank you for listening to Apparently Speaking. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, and iHeartRadio. Find the podcast and much more at northeastohioparent.com, like Apparently Speaking on Facebook, and email me at podcast at northeastohioparent.com.